Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, it's AKA Cloud that with today, which I was planning to be a longer episode, a very quick episode. Um, but I believe my full moon episode is a really good one. It's the one previous to this one. So please go check that out. Just if we've noticed, you know, I'm getting more people um awoken up about the value of knowing the mathematical and astronomical positions of our heavenly bodies. And I'm so grateful for those of you who've um, given me your birth data because it is really a research and I can find patterns. And also when I, you know, express the differences that you see and can relate to these differences. And it's all just for the betterment of you know, the future, I think, you know, my thing is the children are the future, and especially children born now, finding a lot of young people really need to know what the energies are. This shift is happening in your, your growth period, in the important time in your life. And so the more information that you have, the better it's going to be for you to wake up, or to be in tune with that and not the old paradigm from your parents or, you know, that they've, like, thought Western astrology was, you know, what was correct. But because now so many, um, they say the veil's been lifted, there's just so many changes. I mean, we live in a digital age, that's like number one. But we are conscious of this new um, 13th so-called sign a focus I found, you know, I look at constellations and there's more than just a focus. But because we are aware of this, we cannot negate it. It is yet now in our consciousness and we need to at least acknowledge it. That's all I'm asking for is to acknowledge it. So that's my, I did take two minutes to do that. So let's run through where the heavenly bodies are for the 20th of May, that's today, and I'm doing it for 23-11. So that's 11-11 p.m. GMT time. Subtract five hours if you're on the east coast of America, and then take it from there for the other time zones. So right at 23-11 GMT times, the constellation of a focus will be rising and also very important because also right now the moon is in the constellation of a focus so we have the ascendant at oh era just just coming out of a focus so we have ooh even better ooh, we have our ascendant at the galactic center at 11:11 okay then we have the moon at 16 degrees of focus because focus in astronomical and mathematical terms only has 18 degrees of the ecliptic path that we go through. So we're just observing 18 degrees of a focus. And so 16 degrees would be at the end of it. But we have now Jupiter in alignment 
at 14 degrees of a focus. So it's a very busy area there. You know Jupiter's going retrograde. So the moon's going over that right now because I'm recording this um, three hours before, which is like three degrees, two degrees before. So yeah. And then we have um, now, you know, probably conjunct moon and Jupiter conjunct at about, um, you know, 14 degrees, but it will be moving on because it moves one degree a day. Mind you, the moon, if you did not know that one degree every two hours, excuse me, sun, one degree a day, moon, one degree every two hours. Okay. So then with all that happening, the ascendant and me going off on tangent, we'll continue to the next heavenly, well, the next heavenly body is Saturn in between the south node, which is K2, and Pluto. So um, the south node, K2, and Saturn have been interacting very close. They're still very close together. K2 is um, also known as the south node, and it is at 22 degrees and zero arch minutes, exactly 22 degrees of Sagittarius. And then followed by Saturn, as I said, is between the two at 23 degrees. And Sagittarius in 39 arch minutes. And then Pluto is three degrees away at 26 degrees of Sagittarius in 28 arch minutes. So there's a little cluster there in Sagittarius for a while there. Then we have nothing in the constellation space of Capricorn. Then we have Neptune in the Capri- in the constellation space of Aquarius. As it's been there for a while, it moves very slowly. It's at 20 degrees of Aquarius in 41 arch minutes. We observe where Chiron is. Chiron is at 13 degrees Pisces in 1 arch minutes. Then we have what we've been experiencing in the last couple of days. But the tight conjunction has moved and that is the conjunction between the heavenly body Uranus and Venus. Now Uranus is at five degrees and eight arch minutes and Venus moved over it and now it's moved on to seven degrees 44. So I don't know how your weekend was but if it was intense and unusual maybe that's why it was. But like I say, I'm an observer. I want you to be a observer. We're all observers and scientists of our journey here. And so, um, yeah, it's good to journal to see what's happening. Then we have in the next constellation space and where our sun is now is the official tar season because the sun is at five degrees and 55 arch minutes of Taurus and it's conjunct. Mercury. Mercury is just at 5 degrees 9, so it will be exactly conjunct in some hours in the middle of the night for me in the evening. And Mercury is behind the sun, so there's this, the Mercury is behind the sun, and then you have the sun, and then you have um, the earth, the view. Um, sometimes you have it otherwise, and there was a point, I, I saw it actually, where Mercury was in front of the sun, you saw this little dot. Anyway, so... The fact is that is highlighting, is shining a light on communication. That's how I see it. So, yeah, do your research and observe. That's all the research is, is to observe what's going on in your life 
and to acknowledge it and be conscious of it and not turn your eye away from it. Next, we have our Mars, which has moved into Gemini at the very beginning. It's only at two degrees, Gemini in 40 arch minutes. Then in the Gemini space, we have uh, Rahu, which is the north node, and that is at 18 degrees. A six arch minutes of Gemini. Yeah, and you know, we have nothing in wow, that's interesting. We have nothing in the constellation space of Cancer, Leo, Virgo, or Libra, or Scorpio. You hear that? So we have one, two, three, four, five um energies that are not directly into play. Of course they're all bouncing off of each other. But that's a part of the chart. So we have, that means a lot of heavy bodies are in one part of the sky that we can see, you know. So it's just dealing with like certain, depending on how, where your, how your chart looks, then you would be able to um, appreciate that more. And I will have to end with that because I said it would be quick. If you want to know where your heavenly bodies are, at the time you were born, from where you were born, please contact me with by my DM in aka Cloudette on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, or go to the website. I think you send a direct message from there. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being curious and lots of love from me. Be good to yourself and be motivated by the fact that we now have the possibility to know where the heavenly bodies are, either with a sky location app and with the computer and the maps that we can use to discover new planets or just discover ourselves. Take care, you guys. Bye.